0: Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, a podcast all about the North American model of conservation and your chance to dive into conversations about trends, research, and outdoor activities. It's time to get wild with the 2021 Conservation Media Award-winning host, Jason Creighton. Welcome back to the Conservation Unfiltered podcast presented by Conserve the Wild I'm your host, Jason Creighton, and this is episode number 133, A Good Time Was Had at Elk Expo 2022. This is our last installment of the live podcasts that are coming to you recorded at Elk Expo 2022. And what you're going to hear in this episode is a wide variety of people that participated in Elk Expo festivities. So... Listen in as we hear from Kika Volunteers about why they volunteer and their favorite part of being a volunteer. We're also going to hear from the Elk County Fair Court. And we're going to hear from two of this year's winners, Elk Calling Champion Jacob and Patch Photo Contest winner Jody. And now I'm joined with the award-winning Jody Billingsley. Jody, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So, for those that don't know, uh, you won the patch competition uh, that is given out every year at Elk Expo. Uh, You are a photographer. So, how? let's sort of start a little bit in the beginning. How did you get into photography and wildlife photography?
1: Well, I started by um, coming up to the mountains with my dad. My dad has been a camp owner um, up here for 30 some odd years and he was part of a group that owned a camp up here and they decided to sell a couple of years ago. And when they decided to sell, I actually got more interested in coming up here and then I bought a camp myself. (laughs) So um, when that happened, I really got into Uh, photography and just driving around seeing what the day brought and what you would come across and you know hiking up the trails seeing what you come across and um, bought myself my first camera and taught myself how to use it I'm self-taught and just you know the excitement of walking around a corner not knowing what you're going to find Um, sometimes the anticipation and the thrill of not knowing what you're going to find but that's how it all came about
0: that, that's awesome. So uh, the, can you describe the picture that you took that won this award? Yes.
1: Um, so it is. it was taken um, like late August, early September of last year. It was taken on Hicks Run, one of my favorite places in the entire world, actually. Um, so my dad and I were actually um, just driving down Hicks Run. We came across a group of about five bulls um, that were... Uh, calling to a group of cows that were actually across the road from them Um, and it was not far actually from Hicks Run Outfitters ironically enough (laughs) and uh, um, so it was just a a fun day of my dad and I driving through the mountains which is one of my favorite things in the whole world so uh, every time I look at the picture it just brings back great memories and
0: That's awesome. And I guess, you know, picture's worth a thousand words type deal, right? So, you know, you get all those sort of memories swirling back in your head. Did you, like, when you go, when you were going out to take pictures, like, were you thinking, like, I hope I get one that's good enough to submit? Or did you know as soon as you took it, you were going to submit it? Or did someone have to convince you?
1: Uh, No, every time I go out, I just kind of hope, man, I hope it's a great day. I hope I come across something that's, you know, turns into a great memory and a great picture. Um, you know every time you go out some days you come back empty-handed and some days you come back with more pictures than you know what to do with and you know you just never that's the excitement of going out you just never know what you're gonna come back with and honestly um, you know I had been looking for that perfect picture I had always wanted to um, have a photo that was chosen to be in the final running for the the patch contest my dad always collected both the game Commission patches and the Elk Expo patches so I wanted to have a, a pat or a photo that was in the final running for the patch so I'm really excited that I was chosen as the winner this year yeah so
0: how did you find out like did they call you and oh, tell you no, I was,
1: an, I was anxi- anxiously awaiting the results of the uh, voting so I was watching it and I, I knew that I was the winner and So, so uh, yeah. and
0: so that that was a pretty exciting <laughs> yeah, time I'm was, assuming right yeah um so we caught you before you go for the the presentation yes. what, what are we what are you feeling in this sort of lead up to like the whole big presentation and everything surrounding that. Just an
1: exciting moment. I'm glad to be here. Um, Elk Country is one of my favorite places in the whole world. Like I said, I'm I'm fortunate that I have a place here. I'm uh, originally from Indiana, Pennsylvania, so about two and a half hours away. Um, You know, every time I bring my friends and family that have never been up here, they say it's like a whole different place. They can't believe they're still in Pennsylvania. So I just encourage everyone who's never been here to come and visit. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised if you've never taken the time to come spend a weekend in our country. So. Oh, yeah,
0: it's definitely beautiful up here. Mm-hmm. I, I love it up here. So... Does now that you've won, does that exclude you from future competitions? I or? actually don't know the answer. We're going to have that. to find that out, <laughs> yeah, right? Because I, I'm I'm going to go with the assumption that you're not going to just stop taking pictures. Oh now, no, right? absolutely you're, not. The, yeah. you like the you like the experience of being out there. Yes. Um. So now it's just a matter of whether you're allowed to submit another one and maybe win again.
1: Yeah, absolutely, we're <laughs> going to keep trying if we're allowed. Well,
0: have fun out there, uh, and um, hopefully, you know, you get some capture some more memories with that
1: camera. Yes, definitely. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Hey everybody, I have a Kika volunteer here to let us in on why she likes to volunteer with Kika, Erin Yost. Uh, been a volunteer for about three years now. Erin, uh, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. How uh, how did you get into volunteering? Like, What, what pulled you into volunteering for Kika?
2: Well, my husband and I had several reasons. The first one, we had a friend from Maple Ridge Sports Center in Bloomsburg. She actually just moved to Orangeville, Pennsylvania. And she said, if you wanna go to a banquet, you need to go to a Kika banquet. They are so much fun, you're gonna love it. So we found the first one in our area, we went to the banquet, We were fortunate enough to win a trip out here to do the calf capture experience and what amazing time we had just watching the excitement from the children and being able to have that one-on-one experience that's literally a once in a lifetime to go out with the game commission and capture the babies and see how they measure them and they you know take the health of the mother into account and they have lots of different programs that do that and on top of that in the same year my husband was fortunate enough to win the progressive hunt from the banquet and ended up in Chama New Mexico and did successfully hunt and um, had a Had his tag drawn and and he won his bull. so you know that's really the main draw that got us here and once we got here basically everyone was like family they you come as a volunteer and you leave as their family they're so nice and welcoming and you just can't beat a better organization and they're pennsylvania based how how can you go wrong with your money staying in pennsylvania how, how can you go wrong
0: yeah absolutely like what so what's your what has been your favorite thing to do as a volunteer for kika
2: pretty much everything i haven't done anything that has been something that i don't particularly care for and it could be any number of things i mean we do merchandise tagging we help in the gift shop we walk the trails we give directions i mean there's
0: nothing that is a bad job they're, they're all great jobs so you're up here often we are you see a lot of elk is occasionally it, is it ever like not exciting to see elk for you or is that like ah oh, it's just it's just the elk it's always exciting to see elk.
2: <laughs> I mean, at home, we have deer, of course, whitetail. And that's great when you see them here. But when we stop and see an elk, it pretty much stops the entire transition of what we're doing. Because we don't see them at home.
0: Well, thank you for volunteering with Kika. Uh, without the volunteers, it, you know the organization would not be as successful as it is. So thank you. And have a great rest of the day here at the Elk Expo.
2: Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. <laughs>
0: And now I'm joined by two wonderful new uh, Kika volunteers for you to hear from, Lisa and Meg. Lisa, say hi. Hi. Meg, say hi. Hi. Uh, So they're both uh, volunteers up here, and I want to know, and everyone else wants to know, why you enjoy volunteering for Kika. So, Lisa, why don't you start?
1: Um, I got involved and volunteered with Kika from my sister Meg she got me involved in it and it's just a great place to come and meet different people the staff is really nice
0: all right Meg how about you
3: um I um started volunteering um I attended one of their ladies days events the day and I that's how they uh, talked me to to volunteer so I started volunteering like right in the middle of like rut season okay so i stay at the gurney house so if you volunteer at the center you have a free place to stay so i took advantage of it so i love you know the mountains Mm -hmm. um i live like five hours away in chester county oh wow so you know so i took advantage of it so i come up on vacation and i do volunteer work um, a majority of my time I help in the gift shop and if I need to be, I'll help out on the trails with the, you know, the people make sure everybody stays safe distance. And
0: so that, I mean, that's awesome to take vacate to hear yes. someone taking vacation to do volunteer work. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I want to go on vacation and I'm going to go to the beach. Uh, you know, I just don't want to do anything, but you're coming up here to actually give back, give your time back. And I, I think that's wonderful. So what's your favorite thing? Over the last, you know, four years that you've been volunteering, what has been, like, your favorite aspect of volunteering?
3: Um, It's just how they conserve you know, conservation for the elk and stuff like that. Um, I like to photograph the elk, you know, just to see, you know, how they progress, you know, from different, you know, as they're starting their antlers and stuff like that. And I've learned different educational from like Ben, you know, Raleigh and stuff like that. Like my first year when I started volunteering, I came across the game commission. There was an elk that had got tangled up in barbed wire. So I got to watch them, you know, tranquilize it, you know, and remove all this wire that was, you know, wrapped around this this elk's antlers. And then, of course, they
0: collared them and, you know,
3: just to, to watch them progress.
0: That's awesome. Uh, so, Lisa, what... What's your favorite part? Like, what? What is there something specific that you really love doing? The volunteer.
1: Um, I like to give you know time back. I um, I work at a, a middle school down at home in Chester County, and I try to get them to. Um, um, I told them about the, um, Keystone Alkalines and their program, and one of our, science teachers was going to do, you know what Ben does. And of course, it never happened because of COVID.
0: Of course, of course. Uh, COVID was the worst thing ever uh, uh, in a lot of ways. Well, I want to personally say thank you for volunteering your time up here for a great organization. Uh, It definitely makes the experience way better for all the visitors to come up. And this organization wouldn't be run as well as it was if it wasn't for volunteers like you. So Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: Right, everyone, a third volunteer, uh, I guess technically fourth, uh, coming back here for uh, another volunteer opportunity, Cadence. Uh, what's your favorite part about, or you know, what's your favorite aspect? Like why did you start volunteering with Kika?
4: Well, one of the reasons that I first started is I saw how they get to educate everybody who quite doesn't understand why we brought the elk in and everything like that. And I love to see their faces when they're knowledge when they get that information
0: so, so what's your favorite part like what's is there one or a couple things that you really like to do as a volunteer
4: um one of my favorite things is teaching the children um i love doing the activities with them and i love to see as they learn new information how they go home and they run up to their parents and they're like guess what guess what i learned this
0: so before we started recording uh this little segment mm-hmm. Found out that you're going into wildlife biology. Yes. <laughs> uh, did I mean did this volunteer opportunity sort of solidify that, or like did you know you wanted to do that before volunteering? How'd that pan out?
4: Well, when I was about 12 years old, I kind of decided I wanted to do something with biology, and then from there, I wanted to be a wildlife biologist. And I started volunteering with my local biologist, game commission. Which is actually in Columbia County, and somehow worked my way, networked my way up here, and I started at the Elk Check Station, and then from there I met Courtney Colley, who is in the position of Ben right now, and from there I met Kika, and I've been volunteering ever since.
0: So, Crystal Ball. Mm Mhm. You graduate with your wildlife biology degree. Yes. You get to automatically, not work your way (laughs) up. You get to automatically go to what your dream job. Mm-hmm. What would that dream job be?
4: It would be a wildlife biologist, either with black bear or the elk.
0: Here in Pennsylvania?
4: Yes. Well, either in Pennsylvania or maybe somewhere out west would be very interesting as well.
0: Okay. That's a, that's a good way to make sure we're not forcing <laughs> Jeremy out quite so
4: fast.
0: Thank you for all the work that you do. Absolutely. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hey everybody, we are going for some visitor reactions today and I have the celebrities of the Elk Expo here. I have the Elk County Fair Court, the Queen, Junior, Queen and Princess. Uh, I'm gonna say each of your names, say hi, so everyone can sort of recognize your voice. Emily. Hello. And Daylin. Hi. And Samantha. Hi. So, what they're gonna do is they're gonna tell us what they love about the Elk Expo you all as celebrities walking around. So uh, let's start with Emily. What's your favorite part of the Elk x
4: I definitely think the vendors. I mean, everyone that's running it is so nice and they're so welcoming and they always say hi to us and they say congratulations and they like talk about what they do and it's just really nice to be around.
0: Daylim what's your favorite part? It's
4: kind of the same thing. Just like walking around and uh, getting to see everybody
0: coming together. And Samantha, what's your favorite part?
4: Um, basically
1: the same thing as their
0: <laughs> one. Same thing, just the vendors? Do, do we have any, does anyone want to say what their favorite vendor is?
4: The pickle guy. The
0: pickle guy? <laughs> really, the pickle on a stick?
4: <laughs> yes, the pickle on a stick.
0: <laughs> really?
4: And the monkey bread. And, and the
0: monkey, monkey bread. bread. I, I had a feeling monkey bread was going to be something that was uh, top of the list. But pickles well, are better. So Congratulations to all three of you. Thank you. you. And uh, have fun at the fair.
4: Oh, we, well, our fair is already done. Have
0: fun at the expo, the fair's done, right? The fair's done. Have fun at the expo. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. For our next volunteer, we have Delbert who, uh, not only as a volunteer, and you'll find out really why he started and became a volunteer, I have a feeling, but also a former Kika tag draw uh, where he was successful with, with his Elk Hunt as well. Uh, Delbert, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. So um, why did you decide to become a volunteer for Kika?
5: Well, I got involved in Kika a couple years before with the first banquet. liked the organization, and then when I when I drew the tag in 2017... I basically started volunteering at the Harrisburg Outdoor Show, and then started volunteering up here because I was up here. Um, just basically, I liked the organization, I liked what they were doing. Obviously, saw the saw the effects of what they were doing with with hunting with the Kika tag,
0: and just thought it was worth uh, something to put my time into. So, as a volunteer up here, is there a certain aspect that you really enjoy, or what what keeps bringing you back to be a volunteer?
5: I like interacting with the people. The stop by the booth. Um, I can help sell more tickets because I can tell them I was a previous winner. There is evidence. Yeah, you know somebody does win, and it's a common person that can win this tag, versus some of the other tags which are auctioned off, which the common person can't get into, can't afford. This tag, you know, one twenty-five dollar chance, you can win a hunt of a lifetime for elk.
0: Well. Thank you for being a volunteer. thank you for for giving back uh, and before you leave, I'm going to have you touch my ticket stub a little bit to get a little <laughs> of that luck rubbed off uh for the drawing today for me.
5: Okay. We can do that. I'm not sure how much of luck it'll bring you, but a lot of people have tried that, hey, so <laughs> I'll take as much,
0: as much luck as I can get. yeah. Our next Kika volunteer is Lisa from Ohio, uh, coming all the way over here in the Pennsylvania, the good state, the good state. Uh, One of the big reasons is because we have elk. Uh, Thanks for joining me. Why did you decide, living in Ohio, to come to Benezet and become a volunteer with Kika?
6: Well, it was my husband's bucket list, and when we come out here, It was just so beautiful, and the elk are just so captivating. We just really thoroughly love coming out to this beautiful countryside.
0: So you've been coming out, you said, for 10 years, volunteering for?
6: Eight years. Eight
0: years. Yeah. So that's a lot of volunteer experience. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do as a volunteer?
6: Well, we do spring cleanup in the the spring and around April, and we cut three triaxles of wood cut and split and stack three triaxles of wood and we just love to do it we just love to give our time and it's something so important to Kika to, cuz that's how they heat their buildings
0: yeah that that's can be some backbreaking labor that's a lot of wood
6: absolutely it is and we do it over the weekend
0: that's amazing. Well, thank you for you know, giving your time and your energy, your sweat, I'm sure some blood as well. Absolutely. Uh, back to this great organization.
6: Thank you very much.
0: And now I'm joined by yet another Kika volunteer, Dan. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Good morning. What drew you into becoming a volunteer?
7: I was always interested in the elk and we decided to come out and uh pretty much when you get out here and see what they're doing, it's great. You wanna to try to keep these elk around here for the next four, five, six generations if we can. But the work and the effort they put into it out here is amazing.
0: So You've been a volunteer for a number of years. Oh, yes. Is there one or two things that you just really enjoy the the opportunity to volunteer?
7: Uh, Just about everything, from the expo to cutting the wood in the spring, the cleanup, to come up and mow the yards for them, anything that we can do to help them keep things going.
0: Well, I want to thank you for being a volunteer because the volunteers really make this organization even better than it would be with just the employees that work for it so thank you you're welcome once again another kika volunteer joining me uh, i have aaron with me been a volunteer for about four years with kika and uh aaron, what what got you into deciding to be a volunteer
7: well, in my hometown of Johnstown, Pennsylvania, they had one of the Laurel Highlands banquets, and I attended that banquet, and I was attracted to the the organization because of of how friendly everybody was with the organization, and you know um, I met a lot of uh, good people at that that banquet, and then I start coming to the visitor center. Now I have a, a big history in the past of being a volunteer for I'm a, a volunteer firefighter. I was a deputy game warden for 22 and a half years, so when I came up here, I, I knew a lot of the people, and they. Hold me in and said, hey, we have a really good assignment for you. And I feel like I have the best volunteer gig on the, on the at the elk visitor center.
0: Okay, so what is that volunteer game? So
7: I am the I am a shotgunner on the wagon rides. So I have the opportunity to take a horse-drawn wagon out into the fields and take groups of people out and talk to them about the elk and Kika and the visitor center. So I have their undivided attention for 45 minutes on my rides, and it's 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 the best experience ever. Uh, I say all the time, every time I come back in, I'm like I should, probably should be paying for this experience because it's it's just it's just that much fun to watch um all these people from all across the world literally the world not only pennsylvania come in and i'm able to take them out and let them see elk and we get up close and they get to take great pictures and and kids you know when a a bull starts building their eyes get huge and it's just it's just it's just I, i i say all the time uh the best job here
0: yeah, that sounds like a great job. I'm assuming that's your favorite part.
7: It is my favorite part. It is my favorite part to be able to do that. But, you know, so, you know, with that, you know, the organization, that's the favorite part. But I get to do other things, too. So I get to come to the Visitor Center. You know, I'm here at the Elk Expo today and, and uh, you know, helping out with Around the Grounds today also.
0: That's great. Well, thank you for volunteering. I've said a number of times already, and I'm going to continue to say it to everyone that I talk to about uh, Kika an organization the volunteers are the people that make this organization run as smooth and, and make it as great of a organization as it is. So thank you for the work that you do. Well,
7: thank you. I appreciate that.
8: <laughs> thank you.
7: Okay.
8: All right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right into the mic. All right, everyone, I have a special guest for you now. Uh, unexpected special guest, the 2022 Kika
8: Elk Calling Champion. Jacob, how's it feel? That Very unexpected. That's the first thing that came to my mind. They said, I was contest number four. I figured I got people in front of me. I can tell kind of what my competition is. They sounded really good. I said the scores were close and they came down and I was either first or fourth and they said my name was first. So pretty thankful to come up here and do that first time in a competition I, I was gonna ask is this something you've done before no i have watched videos on it. i've wanted to do it before but never really had a opportunity to be local so i figured you know i'm here once a year go do it see what happens win a prize and uh worked out my favor so
0: i mean what got you into elk calling i mean uh, the, it's a limited number of tags in pennsylvania to hunt elk you're, you don't live in a western state so like what got you into being like you know what i want to learn how to elk call
8: well i was actually a uh, big turkey hunter before i even got into elk calling it, at all and i like the whole mechanics of working with an animal trying to communicate with it to call it in and i knew anything outside of pennsylvania they have elk in kentucky to hunt but anything other than that is all far west so i thought you know put my name in learn how to Call maybe if you get really lucky be able to use it one day but it's just i just like working with it gives you the, the rush while you're hunting them that we're actually communicating with the animals. so that's kind of what drove me to learn how to elk call. so
0: self-taught you're just watching youtube videos and just sort of trying to mimic what that yeah. person's trying to tell you yeah
8: uh dirk durham is a big guy that i watched he uh he probably has 10 or 12 videos on youtube learning the mechanics behind it and then everyone everyone has a different mouth and different lung and so you have to kind of fine-tune it with yourself but that was a really good good start to have so just explain
0: to everyone like what the sort of process is here because you're it's not like you're just using your mouth right you're, you're using certain tools um, so what are some things that you're doing
8: so you're using on the call there's a like a uh, aluminum dome So you push that into right where your palate turns hard and you're pushing a ton of air over that with your diaphragm and you're trying to change your tongue pressure and air pressure to make different sounds. So with a bugle you start low, high pressure in the middle, tone it back down, trying to add some grunts in the beginning and end, trying to give it that real growly, realistic sound. Uh, cow calls. It's, a, it's just a like a slow bugle basically you go high to low high to low and uh, If you've used a turkey call in the past, it's It's a little bit different mouth position. It's hard to explain without actually doing it But uh, yeah, there's a little a little different You know tones you can do with different tongue pressure air pressure so uh, and it's until you've actually done it, it is very hard to understand what that all that means but it's it takes a little while to get get the hang of definitely. Have you
0: tried different manufacturers and like found one that you like obviously that that's worked for you now?
8: Yeah. Yeah, I uh actually got started with the Mill Creek Valley guys down okay. there. Okay. And for the first probably 7 months, 8 months of me calling that's what I used, and then the tape broke. So I went to Phelps, which is what Dirk Durham was using, so I thought He sounds pretty good. Might as well use what he's (laughs) using. And uh, I got about three or four of them now. And uh, they all sound really good. And you can tell, you know, a little bit different latex thickness or different stretch sounds a little bit different, but they all sound pretty quality.
0: Did you have a plan, like, I'm going to try to make this series of sounds in the competition?
8: Uh, Not necessarily a series. I thought that... You know, all the, all the guys before me actually had a little bit bigger arsenal. But I thought that if I can make a couple really solid calf and cow, which I actually <laughs> actually surprised myself with them. And then I, I noticed that the guys before me, they didn't really add any of the growling. And I think, like, listening to it, that makes your premier sound is when you have that growl. Because an elk is whistling and screaming at the same time. So you can't, <laughs> a human can't do it. So i think those growls right after you top out is really what makes your bugles sound really good
0: so are you now like for hire for all the <laughs> archery tags that just got drawn they can find you and you can try to call in that
8: bull yeah, for them? if i lived a little bit closer i would definitely do it maybe in the future i once i get out of school and get through everything but yeah i'd love it i'd love to guide a hunt if i knew my way around up here a little bit more i'd probably jump on an opportunity like that but uh, yeah maybe in the future maybe some of these outfitters can sort of
0: maybe they should be tracking you down like yeah. hey listen we'll find them you just need to call them in for the client
8: yeah yeah if I can that's the only thing with not hunting them you need to almost know which what to pull out what scenario mm-hmm. yeah you might make a mature bull sound and that bulls not looking to have a fight yet might make a cow sound and there he's in a group of cows and they pull him right away from you so that's almost what you'd have to start learning before you know you take someone out and ruin their their season but but yeah i'd i'd like to go out and get some experience with that and maybe in the future guy to hunt okay. for somebody
0: would you mind ripping off a bugle for us oh yeah i'll do that yeah, uh... just uh, sort of do it that direction a little bit boy if I was an elk (laughs) that would sound good to me listen if one of these days one of these years I guess I get drawn for an elk tag since I put in for archery um I'm calling you up I'm gonna find you because uh I, I I I have tried mouth calls with turkey um, and i I'm okay. I'm very okay. Uh, I know I don't practice enough. Um, uh, so I would need someone that knows what they're doing and you're definitely someone that knows what they're doing.
8: Yeah. It's even with, you know, you get a really good turkey call down, you go to elk and it's completely different. So, you know, it's, it's even hard If say I practice elk calling early spring and it's going into <laughs> turkey season. You almost start stretching out your yelps and you have to like kind of get yourself out of that elk calling mindset. Mm. So yeah, it's definitely a, two completely different worlds that use a com, like basically completely same tool. So it's just finding that elk mode and turkey, turkey mode, mode is, is gotcha. kind of key. Well, hey, congratulations, man. Th-
0: that, that's an awesome you know, award to win. That, that's you. great. And Jeremy Banfield, who uh, we all heard,
8: huh? Yeah, are you coming back next year? Most likely, yeah. You're going to come back, defend 99%. your title? <laughs> yeah, I'll try, I'll try my best. Might be some different guys here next year. so.
0: And, and even Jeremy Banfield, the elk biologist for the state of Pennsylvania, on, on the judging panel. So if he says you're the best. Yeah, that- I'll
8: take his word for it. <laughs> I told him after the competition, you have great taste. <laughs> so. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Yeah, any yeah, anytime.
0: that'll do it for another episode and the last as you heard in the intro from our live recordings here at elk expo 2022 in wonderful benazette pennsylvania first and foremost i want to thank everyone for listening this weekend this has been a great time for us and we you know couldn't do that without the listeners and and have someone to provide the content for secondly i want to thank everyone here at the elk expo everyone at kiko from the CEO and President Raleigh, all the way down to the volunteers. Everyone here has been super welcoming and friendly. And the vendors, the visitors, everyone, it's just a such a happy environment to be in. Even with some of the rain on Sunday, it's still just a happy environment. Everyone just celebrating a wonderful conservation success story in what is elk in Pennsylvania. This was my first time here and I definitely foresee myself coming back as many times as I can because I just had such a great time. Unfortunately, my name wasn't drawn for the uh, elk tags from the Game Commission, and nor was it drawn for uh, Kika's conservation tag, but that doesn't mean I didn't have a good time. That didn't mean that there's any damper put on this weekend. It was still just a tremendous experience to be here, and I implore all of you to look in the coming next year Uh, It is going to be moved up a little bit to the end of July, so uh, make sure you plan accordingly. But this is definitely something that everyone should be uh, taking it as an experience at least once, but I would say multiple times. So until you hear from me later this week, get outside, take someone with you, and stay wild.